Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. Still uh, looking to see how things are going to play out. But anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. We encourage you to check things out. If you have any questions, hit the Contact Me button and send an email or call and leave a message. We'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours, and we will do everything we can to get you on the right track and get your questions answered and all that good stuff. So, let's see, what else? Um, if you scroll, uh, if you actually hit the radio shows button, it will also give you some information at the top of the page about our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And uh, there's all kinds of information there. Um, over 450 shows that you can, do- you can uh, share via email or social media, all in excellent audio quality. If you scroll down a little bit further, it'll show you the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then... Um, at the bottom of the page, you see the link to our Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the chat room. And uh, I encourage you to check all that stuff out. Um, contact me if you got any questions. Now, um, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence, so that you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. One last time. 614-426-8787. If you're on Skype, you can send a contact request to Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E, the number's 45, and the letter's A-C-P as in Paul. And uh, once you do that, we'll get you approved, and then from that point on, you'll be able to call into the show in excellent audio quality via Skype, which is always a good thing to do. And let's see here. I'm just... Cleaning up the stuff on the screen as usual and getting ready. Tomorrow's the 13th, one week from the alleged inauguration of Biden, which we are, at least I'm relatively confident, is not going to take place. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I am, uh, I saw a thing last night. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it was probably fake because uh, nothing has happened since then which i'm sure if it had been real there would have been but it was an alleged uh parlor i think it was parlor um message from uh president trump supposedly one of the last ones he put out before it was shut down um basically saying that he was going to be pardoning julian assange and uh, edward snowden and that he had um in enacted or um, uh, activated the uh, 1807 insurrection act which you know like i said we're waiting for that to happen we believe it's going to happen uh, but it doesn't appear that it has yet 
So we'll just have to see how that plays out. But um, when that does, it'll make things very interesting. But right now, it appears, you know, yesterday was a lot of stuff going on about um, Trump addressing the country yesterday afternoon, which never played out. And then they said it was changed to 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, and he would be speaking from um, not the Alamo, but Alamo City or Alamo Town or <laughs> something like that. It's farther southeast uh, right on the border of Texas, down by McAllen, I think, but um, which is just west of Brownsville. Anyway, um, I got uh, I saw him this morning. Actually, uh, it was an actual feed uh, where he was on his way to Marine One to, and he stopped to talk to the press and everything, and said that he was on his way to Texas. Um, to me, that seems kind of odd. Uh, I don't know why. They would telegraph, you know, especially now. There's no doubt in my mind that people want him dead. Uh, I'm talking about people in Congress, Nancy Pelosi and those kinds. And it would not surprise me at all that uh, depending on where the venue is and everything, uh, he might be kind of exposed. And just seems like a dangerous thing to do at this point. But then again, you know, my, my thought is, Maybe he's not really, he's, you know, alluding to the fact that he's going there and they have the venue, the alleged venue, staked out so they can see if anybody tries to show up uh, to set up a sniper position or something. Uh, and then he won't actually show up, but they will then be able to arrest the alleged sniper and get him to squeal on whoever it was that paid him to do the job. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And uh, I don't feel worried about putting it out because I'm sure that there are enough people listening to this show to uh, make any kind of uh, difference. But who knows? We'll see. Anyway, um, either that or he may actually be going down there to speak at the border. And either way, there'll be a lot of people tuned in. It'll be interesting to see what he has to say. Uh, hopefully, there'll be some good announcements because uh, the things I'm seeing and from different reports... You know, number one, time's running out. There's only roughly, you know, seven days in a wake-up, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, um, between now and the alleged inauguration. And they, the people in charge need to be dealt with uh, before then. So the time's running out, and I want to see how things are going to play out, but the next, uh, next few days should be interesting, uh, to say the least. And... Uh, as the old Chinese curse goes, may you always live in interesting times. And I'm sure that's exactly what's going on here. The FBI is making arrests on people that were allegedly at the uh, state or the Capitol building. I just uh, copied a picture from one of the boards that I'm on that basically um, it showed, you know, how the, uh, and I watched it live when it was happening last week. Uh, but it shows the alleged rioters who had stormed the Capitol. But once they were inside, they were walking. This was across the uh, Hall of Statuary or Statuary Hall uh, where they have the the felt ropes, you know, going across. The people stay in line going across and they don't go everywhere. And when the place was originally purged or broken into, uh, the radicals, the Antifa and, and BLMers were running all over the place. But when the real Trump people came in, they were staying inside those velvet ropes. And for, for people that just stormed the Capitol building, if they were such terrible heathens, why'd they so peacefully store, stay within those little uh, velvet ropes? At one point during the original video, I saw somebody moving them over a little bit, so it was a little bit wider so that more people could get through. But they were still staying within the ropes. <laughs> that tells you something. Most of the people there were peaceful except for the people that went in originally, which were the BLM and Antifa types uh, that were there to basically give everybody else a bad name and wreak havoc and that kind of thing, did some real damage. But at the same time, there were other people, uh, DOD types, who were right behind them that, uh, you know, did the, did the good work. They got into Pelosi's office and whatnot, and I'm, it's in my understanding they actually had FISA warrants to do that. Um, so everything was done legally. But uh, 
they got in there, got the got the laptops with all kinds of interesting information. And that's one of the reasons Nancy is so hot tr- hot to trot to get rid of Trump and either do the 25th Amendment or impeachment or whatever the case might be. But we'll see. Anyway, um, I wanted to look at uh, some things in the news. More and more studies coming out about face masks. That's uh, rather interesting. As well as the COVID vaccines. I'm trying to... Uh, oh, shoot. Looks like they updated again and things aren't where I thought they were. Rate of adverse events caused by coronavirus vaccine 50 times higher than flu shots. How do you like that? I knew there was going to be a lot of problems. A friend of mine that used to be at the police department I was at posted a picture of himself the other day um, getting his first dose of the COVID vaccine, the Moderna mRNA vaccine. And uh, he was all proud and everything, all happy, sitting there with his little face mask on and got his sleeve rolled up. And uh, I posted right next to a note under it. I said, I hope you're one of the ones that survives it. And he sent one back saying, not worried. And I sent one back saying, neither were all the other people until, (laughs) you know, um, I'm hoping he's okay. But uh, it's like, what are you people thinking? You know, I wanted to say, why on earth would you take a dangerous vaccine for something that has, you know, the chances of getting it are pretty slim. And even if you do get it, if you're relatively healthy, you're going to survive it with no problem, 99.9 plus percent. To me, it makes absolutely no sense, even if vaccines worked and were safe and effective, which they're not, especially these, the alleged COVID vaccines, which are not vaccines. They're actual um, RNA uh, injections that basically modify your DNA. Uh, They are not a vaccine. They don't work. There's no, you know, most of them don't have any live or any virus, attenuated virus or anything. It's all stuff, you know, the Moderna, the, um, I'm trying to remember the one, I think Pfizer's an MRA also. Um, and basically there's no, it, it's not working the way a normal vaccine does. They're calling it a vaccine because people are stupid and they just use that term because you're being injected. But what it is, is a, it's DNA modification and it, who knows what it's going to do to you. There's no studies that have been done long-term to see what the adverse effects will be, uh, but we're already seeing plenty where people are dying. Uh, that's a pretty good adverse effect. And, you know, even if you don't die, in many cases, you're screwed up for life. So the people that get in line for this are absolutely foolish. And this garbage about giving it to the elderly uh, and the infirm, that is, you know, anybody with any brain cells to rub together at all would know that's basically a recipe for disaster. You know, when these things, the little bit of testing they go through are on people that are relatively, and I'm, if you could see me, it'd be air quotes because, you know, I've, if you listen to this show for any length of time at all, you know that in, in my book, if you are not taking the 90 essential nutrients every day, you are not healthy. You are symptom free. And there is a major difference. You know, there could be all kinds of stuff happening at the bottom, you know, under the, underneath the surface that you have no idea what's going on. That's why people keel over from strokes. That's why people that are allegedly healthy as a horse, you know, a friend of mine, same age as me, the church I used to go to, uh, if, if you ask anybody, there was a handful of us that were all the same age, and they say, if you ask any of those people who would be least likely to have a heart attack, this guy would have been the guy that they'd point out probably. He was in pretty good shape, uh, was always outside doing stuff in the yard, digging ditches and, you know, whatnot, and was not the person you would expect to have a heart attack. But guess what? He's the one that had the heart attack and had to have uh, uh, triple bypass, I think it was, twiple or quadruple. And uh, it was a surprise to everybody. And that's the thing, you know, he was the picture of health. But sometimes pictures can be deceiving because they only take a look at the surface. And the things that he was doing, because he wasn't supplementing, he was running his tank dry, and it came back to bite him in the butt. And now you have a situation where um, he's very, very careful, special diets and all the stuff. Of course, it's the, the special diets that his doctor put him on, which are stupid, but he's doing it because that's what they told him he had to do to stay alive. 
and you know he'll probably have another heart attack here one of these days because of it but you know the thing is when they do the testing on these alleged vaccines they're testing people that are you know young in their 20s and 30s um no bad health history and are you know at least on the surface appear to be relatively healthy and then on the other hand when they get done with all this stuff the first people they want to give it to are the people that are in nursing homes that are up in years that have had you know decades and decades and decades to screw themselves up and most have multiple um, comorbidities you know type 2 diabetes high blood pressure um, pulmonary issues who knows what else uh, obesity and they want them to be the first people to get the vaccines alleged vaccines and we've already seen in several cases where you know nursing homes and extended care facilities that had no COVID issues whatsoever they began giving the vaccines or alleged vaccines to these people the next thing you know they have an outbreak and many people are dying and of course they're not going to say it was from the alleged vaccine it was from covid and that's happened in more place than one already and there's going to be more of it the more times they go in and they start sticking this stuff in the arms of the elderly the more dead elderly we're going to have and oh well you know it was his time it's just disgusting but that's what's going to happen anyway let's take a look at this number of people suffering from serious adverse events following vaccination for the wuhan coronavirus is 50 times higher than the number of for seasonal flu shots news report new reports indicate the vaccine adverse event reporting system or VAERS, uh, is seeing a surge in new cases of covid 19 vaccine vaccine injury that is massively outpacing similar cases for influenza vaccines and other jabs through the uh, through december 22nd the, and with fewer than 1 million doses of china virus vaccines distributed the u.s centers for disease control and prevention uh VAERS platform received 307 reports of emergency room visits as well as 17 life-threatening events there have also been a number of deaths reported, which is deeply concerning when considering the fact that Wuhan coronavirus vaccines have only been available to the public for less than a month. In 1920 to, or 2019 to 2020, about 175 million flu vaccine doses were given, tweeted former New York Times reporter and Tell Your Children author Alex Berenson, and he's the guy that wrote the, uh, the COVID-19 books that I've been reading. Um, pretty decent author. Anyway, uh, 1,220 ER visits and 73 life-threatening events were reported. The data is on the CDC VAERS website. Despite offering a few caveats for why there is a is this massive disparity, Berenson was uh, uh, basically forced to conclude that something is seriously wrong with the COVID-19 vaccines that is causing a much higher share of patients to fall seriously ill or die after getting jabbed. The new COVID uh, vaccine doses have mostly been given to healthy people in settings where problems can quickly be treated. You know, like I've been saying, Berenson notes, further indicating the jabs, uh, uh, further indicting uh, the jabs for affecting healthy people in a profoundly negative way. These problems are occurring before the rollout uh, to older, less healthy people and before the second dose which is known to be far more dangerous. Put bluntly, only stupid people are getting vaccinated for coronavirus. I would say that's pretty much the case. You know, they're definitely not doing any research. They're definitely just believing the crap they've heard on the radio and TV. They are not looking at the facts, that's for sure. In the end, all of this simply confirms what Berenson admits was recognizable in the clinical trials, even though we know that clinical trials tend to understate real-world problems rather than overstate them. And again, the clinical trials are done on relatively, air quotes, healthy people, and they have you have no idea what kind of effect it's going to have on someone who has, you know, is not in that state. You know, if they're sick or sickly, they have much greater chance of having problems. Anyway, uh, let's see. Because any smart drug company will try to bias the trials in its favor, Berenson said. 
All of that, to, uh, all of that to say, getting vaccinated for the Wu flu is an exceptionally dangerous endeavor, especially since Big Pharma holds no liability for injury or death. Vaccine injured people are completely on their own, in other words. And again, this is for something that has a 99.95% or higher uh, survival rate, unless you're under, or unless you're above 75 years old. Now, that's crazy. Considering the risk of getting sick, let alone dying from the Chinese virus itself, is next to nil. It makes no sense whatsoever to get vaccinated for it. That's This is the actual article. <laughs> I was just saying the same thing before that. Especially when the risk of being harmed from the vaccine is higher than the risk of developing symptoms from the natural infection. Again, what Trump said at the very beginning, we can't let the, the cure be more dangerous and more deadly than the disease. And that's what's going on. It was planned that way. The medical deep state will continue to push it on the masses, of course, even try to make it mandatory. Oh, yeah, look at the legislation pending in New York. They're going to, if you're positive, they're going to lock you up, <laughs> basically. But stand your ground and just say no for the protection of you and your family. You know, this is where we have to steal one from the uh, pro-abortion people. My body, my choice. Simple as that. Stay out of my body. And kudos to Berenson for being brave enough to tell the truth about these uh, shots when so many others refuse to do so. Anthony Fauci and everyone else peddling them are guilty of crimes against humanity. And hopefully, this is my editorial comment, hopefully they will be held accountable for that. And their day will come, hopefully sooner rather than later. It is exper it's an experimental vaccine, i.e. not fully tested, even according to the manufacturer's schedule. And that's why they can't make it mandatory yet. Because experimental vaccines can, can be given um, emergency use exemptions only. And again, this is why they have been squelching all the other things like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, uh, everything else. Because the only way they can make it... Uh, uh, get the emergency use authorization is there cannot be any other viable treatment. And that's why they have shot everything else down. So anyway, it's an experimental vaccine, i.e. not fully tested even according to the manufacturer's schedule, and therefore must fall under the umbrella of human rights violations if it's forced on people, wrote Zero Hedge commenter. It also violates Nuremberg Code of Informed Consent, Another responded, these Vax companies and Bill Gates know just how deadly they are, and Vax companies are immune from prosecution for, uh, for death or injury from the vaccine. That's the thing. If they have to go in and get, you know, immunity granted to them by the governments, you know, that should not, you know, that's what makes me mad, is the government people will pass a law giving them immunity, but that doesn't, you know, the person who's taken it, Nine times out of ten has no clue that's the case. And they should be given notice, you know, before they get the vaccine, they should be given a sheet of paper saying this is, you know, this is the potential side effects. By the way, if something, if any of these side effects happen, you're on your own because the people that made this stuff has total immunity. You cannot sue them. If they did that, there'd probably be a lot more people who would say, no, not taking it. And that's why they don't pass out those little slips, of course. Gates needs to be hanged from a lamppost <laughs> and left swinging like a pinata while we have a shot at him with bats. Sounds like a plan to me, and not just Gates, Fauci, um, and all the other people that are pushing this crap. All the Democrats in Congress. <laughs> uh, don't forget Cuomo. Yeah. Anyway, that is the end of that one. National Health Service doctors, and this would be UK, instructed to postpone routine care and administer COVID-19 vaccines instead. Okay, so we're going to take the doctors from, <laughs> that's probably, well, it's just, you know, they're stopping you from killing you one way and going to kill you a different way. That's all they're doing there. Pelosi attempted a military coup against Trump while falsely blaming him for leading an insurrection. Yep. Uh, no, Trump did not incite insurrection ahead of the Capitol building riot. You know, the thing is, Trump was speaking while the people were actually breaking into the to the Capitol building. He purposely delayed his remarks because he knew what was going to happen. And he was out there, he, he started later and talked longer so that the BLM and Antifa folks were already at the Capitol building, already 
fighting with the police and already getting into the building before Trump even finished his, his talk. So there's no way they could say he incited that. Anyway, Facebook is harmful to young social media users, and as PCC accuses tech giant of downplaying harmful and abusive content, lack of transparency, and cherry-picking report data. That's pretty much what they do all the time anyway. Excuse me, just a second. Okay, BLM activists posted picture posing as Trump supporters before Capitol Siege. (laughs) Imagine that. FBI file dump Nancy Pelosi's brother charged with raping underage girls. Ooh, now the good stuff is coming out, so to speak. At least 25 Americans were killed during George Floyd riots. Where's the media outrage? (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. CNN wants Fox Newsmax deplatformed for somehow being complicit in Capitol False Flag incident. Oh, goodness. Spain is going to maintain a list of people who refuse coronavirus vaccinations. That'll probably catch on and spread like wildfire. This is what happens when you defend the police. Shootings in Portland skyrocket over 616%. Woo, doggies. Analysis shows mask mandates do not curb surge in coronavirus cases. Again, let's look at that one. Uh, governments have to rethink their strategies for preventing the spread of the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, and cease relying solely on failed policies such as mask mandates, according to a new analysis from the Heritage Foundation. In a report published December 27th on the Foundation's website, authors Doug Badger and Norbert Michael said that the 25 countries with the highest number of new COVID-19 cases enforce rigorous mask mandates. All countries but one already have their mandates in place before the number of infections had started to soar nationwide, showing that mask uh, orders failed to curb the surge surge in cases. Given these findings, Badger and Michael um, encouraged governments to undertake more effective interventions, such as enabling nationwide screening to augment current policies directed at stopping the COVID-19 pandemic. Thing is, the only thing they can do is go about their lives. A bug is a bug is a bug. Whatever it is, however it gets around, we ain't going to be able to stop it. It's going to happen. And the thing is, we didn't do this for anything else in history, with the exception of the Spanish flu, where they were they were trying to push masks, and the vast majority, you know, according to Fauci, uh, he did the study. <laughs> The vast majority of deaths from the Spanish flu, at least in the U.S., was not from the flu, but from face mask wearing, which caused bacterial pneumonia. And that's a study that that Fauci did. He wrote a paper on it. So he knows what happens when you force people to wear masks. And he still is a part of it. Again, he should be joining Bill Gates on swinging from that light pole like a pinata. Mask mandates and lockdowns, not enough to address pandemic. In a section of their report, Badger and Michael examined whether jurisdictions that implement mask mandates were able to stop the surge in COVID-19 cases using data from USAF Facts, uh, a nonpartisan data compiler used by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other federal agencies. The data showed that the United States saw an increase of 8.8 million COVID-19 cases from October 1st to December 13th. 25 countries with the highest new case totals had a mask mandate, with all but one implementing the directive prior to October. Meanwhile, 21 of the 25 countries implemented mandates even before August. In addition, 97 of the 100 countries with the highest new COVID-19 cases had earlier had either a county-level county mask mandate, a state-level mask mandate, or, excuse me, I didn't say country, I said countries, it was counties, 97 of 100 counties, uh, state-level mandate, or both. The 100 counties represent nearly 40% of all cases in the United States and account for under 40% of the totals, country's total population. 87 of the 97 countries or counties began their mask mandate before October. In the remaining 10 counties, five issued their mandate in October, while the other half did so in November. The pair pointed out, however, 
a number of mandates enforced in October and November represented even stricter controls than had previously been placed in the counties. Yeah, that's kind of what happened here in Ohio. Um, not that I filed, you know, complied. I haven't had a face mask on yet. Anyway, all told, Badger and Michael concluded that the, that while their findings do not deny the efficacy of, of mask wearing, that's done otherwise, uh, their analysis points to the inadequacy of public health strategies that rely predominantly on lockdowns and mask mandates. That being said, the authors urge governments to explore more effective interventions, such as protecting nursing home residents, enabling nationwide screening uh, through the widespread use of rapid self-administered tests, and establishing voluntary isolation centers. And again, this garbage about the widespread testing, that's one of the biggest problems we have right now. They should not be testing anybody who is not symptomatic. That's the problem we have right now. We have all these people going out just because they're scared from getting the, from watching the lamestream news media. They go, even though they're not sick, they go and get tested, or their boss at work wants them to be tested. I ain't sick, I'm not getting tested, period. And the problem is, is when you have a test that, number one, they don't even know what they're looking for. Number two, it's notorious, you know, up to 94% false positives. So, and every case and every test that tests positive is considered a case. If someone gets tested three times in a week and they test positive each time, guess what? According to the number pushers or the pencil pushers, that's three cases. And there's a lot of that going on. And of course, when you have massive nationwide testing, more and more and more every day, of course you're going to have more and more cases because you have 94%, just about 94 out of 100 tests done will be probably false positive. And again, those are all fake cases. The people aren't sick, they just are on paper. So that should be shot down. There should be no testing for anything uh, unless the person's symptomatic. Then you adjust your numbers so that only people that have symptoms are considered positive instead of having a stupid test that's geared towards positivity in the first place. <sighs> but, you know, that's where I'm going to stop there. But I did want to, I came across a thing um where basically it's health impact news. And this is one uh, new MRNA COVID vaccines inject an operating system into your body, not a conspiracy theory. Moderna admits it. I'm going to have to send this to my buddy who got the Moderna vaccine. Our first article of 2021 featured a video of an interview with Catherine Austin Fitz titled Catherine Austin Fitz explains how the globalist billionaires and technocrats are planning on taking over the planet and how we can stop it. That's a long title. Anyway, and I'll put this uh, in the chat room and I'll also put it in the show description for today because it's got some good information in it. If I can get that post, there we go. Um, anyway, in this interview... Catherine compared the new mRNA COVID vaccines, and I'm using air quotes again, to a computer operating system, stating that just like a computer operating system such as Windows, there are uh, that are that there would be a back door where the technocrats will be able to control our bodies through regular updates. Ooh, now that's scary. I thought it was a brilliant analogy. Yeah, it is really. <laughs> Trying to make this a little bit bigger thought it was a brilliant analogy of what the technocrats seek to accomplish with this new class of vaccines. Well, it turns out this was not an analogy at all. Moderna, the manufacturer of one of the COVID mRNA vaccines that has currently been issued uh, emergency use authorization, has actually published on their website that this is true. The mRNA vaccine injects an operating system into your body that they call the software of life. The globalists have become so bold and the human masses have become so compliant and stupid that they are no longer doing these things in secret, but right out in the open for all to see. mRNA platform enabling drug discovery and development. Enabling drug discovery and development, we built Moderna uh, on the guiding premise that if using mRNA 
as a medical or medicine works for one disease, it could work for many diseases. And if this is possible, given the right approach and infrastructure, it could meaningfully improve how medicines are discovered, developed, and manufactured. So this is a whole bunch of ifs, 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 ifs. So in other words, everybody who is taking these things are just basically volunteering to be human guinea pigs. Gee whiz. Our operating system, recognizing the broad potential of mRNA vaccine or science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the program or app is our mRNA drug, the unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein. We have a dedicated team of several hundred scientists and, and engineers solely focused on advancing Moderna Platforms technology. They are organized around key dis uh, disciplines and work in an integrated fashion to advance knowledge surrounding mRNA science and solve for challenges that are unique to mRNA drug development. Some of these disciplines include mRNA biology, chemistry, formulation, and delivery, bioinformatics, and protein engineering. And this goes on and on. It's quite a lengthy article. There's a 23-minute long uh, interview or something with Bill Gates talking about it. And then what's really cool is below that you'll see a URL or a, um, excuse me, a QR code for the COVID Information Center. And you can click on that and it will take you to Health Impact News COVID Information Center where they have information on face mask research, COVID testing information, COVID pandemic revealed, COVID hydroxychloroquine stink scandal, and COVID spiritual warfare. And um, I encourage you to check that out. Just the one on face masks is really cool. Um, I'm going to click that real quick. Actually, I already have clicked it. Next window. New CDC and World Health Organization uh, study proves no evidence face masks prevent virus. Again, this is CDC and WHO have a study proving face masks don't prevent the virus. Then down there, and this is something I've been saying for a long time, the great unmasking studies in the medicine literature show fewer infections in surgery when medical staff do not wear masks. And I've been saying this for the last six months at least when I started studying all this, that there's no indication that face masks work for anything. The only thing they do that might be good in surgery is if the surgeon or one of the people around the open field sneezes, it will prevent droplets and things from going into uh, the sterile field. But other than that, you're not going to prevent virus transmission. The things, you know, they go right through. Because when people are doing surgeries, most of the time they're wearing a cloth surgical mask. They are not wearing an N95 mask. And an N95 mask will not do squat for... Uh, keeping infections out of the patient because of the way they're designed. M95s are designed to protect the wearer, not the surrounding area. Now, surgical face masks, on the other hand, are, are designed to protect the field around them, not the wearer. There, there's one way for one group and the other way for the other group. But if a, uh, someone in surgery is wearing an N95, they are being protected but their exhalation goes right through and out into the room and into the sterile field. So if you see somebody says they're wearing an N95 mask in your surgery, you say, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that's the, that's the thing. People don't understand the dynamics and the mechanics of these things, for starters. And, you know, that's something I've been questioning for quite some time. And, of course, I bring it up to my wife, and she goes crazy because she's a nurse and does surgery all the time. Um, you know, they're just, it's, a, you know, it's, it's just a perfect case of um, cognitive dissonance. She's been so programmed by the American Murder Association of what does, you know, this and this and this and this and mask. You have to wear a mask and all this crap. And there's no truth to it. But because they've been programmed for years and years and years and years and years, when somebody gives them facts that tell them otherwise, oh, no, can't have that. So anyway, 
Another one, booming face mask business in U.S. creating instant millionaires using government funds to buy masks from China. Isn't that special? And that's where a lot of these masks come from. And there was one I wanted to look at. Uh, where is it? They have one on face mask shaming. Danish study finally published. Face masks provide no statistically significant benefit against COVID-19. And uh, let's see, where is it? Another World Health Organization guidelines for face masks admit no known medical benefits. Psychological brainwashing. New health problems emerging from continuous mask wearing, but attempted murder charges sought for those who refuse to wear masks. Yeah, again, it's biblical. Right is wrong, wrong is right, up is down, down is up, light is dark, dark is light, you know. And face masks harm children, and some have even died, but California governor dictates everyone to wear them. Sad picture there, mother mother with a face mask on kneeling down over her child laying in the grass with a face mask on and out cold possibly dead mom explodes in anger after child passes out wearing mask at school complete or comply rather than resist and you put your lives uh, the lives of your children at risk get your children out of public schools four-year-old almost dies due to lung infection caused by prolonged mask wearing doctor rants how many children must die now, where did that thing go? There was another one in there. Where did it go? Hmm. That's interesting. Where did it go? Well, hmm. Ah, there it is. Is that mask giving you lung cancer? It's criminal to force children to wear masks all day. Let's look at this one. I happen to know a thing or two about mask and safety. And who's writing this? Uh, you know, it's not saying. Anyway, um, why? Because 25, uh, for 25 years, I was the editor of an award-winning trade magazine called Hazmat Management that covered such topics as pollution prevention and compliance with health safety laws. We routinely published articles on masks, gloves, respirators, and other forms of personal protective equipment, or PPE. Now, let me tell you a few things about the mask you're wearing. The blue, typical mask depicted in the photograph contained Teflon and other chemicals. A Facebook friend reminds us, and I've posted something like this before, masks are sterilized with ethylene oxide, a known carcinogen. Many teachers in various school boards have been experiencing significant symptoms as a result or direct result of the effects of this chemical. The masks contain not sprayed with, but they contain it, PTFE, which makes up Teflon, along with other chemicals. I found and have posted the U.S. patent to allow manufacturers to use PTFE as a filter in commercial masks. Breathing these for extended periods can lead to lung cancer. Don't agree? Argue with the experts at OSHA, which is the main U.S. agency, i.e. its Occupational Health and Safety Agency. You may hear people saying that surgeons and nurses wear masks like this all day. Um, No, they don't. They're trained in the proper use of masks, which is to wear them in the OR, then dispose of the mask when they leave that room. Are you aware that operating rooms are actually supplied extra oxygen? I've mentioned this before to compensate for the reduction in oxygen flow from mask wearing. To my mind, it's criminal, not hyperbole, to force children to wear masks all day. Setting aside the very real psychological effects, we're going to have a generation of brain-damaged children. No doubt. This is a very serious matter. And related to that, let me just state, this doesn't end for me when the lockdown ends or the masking ends. No, this ends for me when every politician and bureaucrat who infected or inflicted this travesty, this crime against humanity, on the population of Canada or other affected countries is in the dock or jail and and faces their misdeeds in a court of law. And for those of you who have put masks on young children, I have a long memory on that score. Very long memory. Samuel's calling in just in time. Hey, Samuel, how's it going? Good. What's up? Are you okay? Yeah. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I wanted to plug in a little. I used to work with a lot of uh, medical equipment manufacturers and such, and that uh, that sterilization technique that you're talking about with the ethylene. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Ethylene oxide. Yeah, the it occurs to me you know, what what they what they do is they package that in a one way membrane, where they pump down a uh, a chamber with vacuum, and they introduce the gas. The gas goes through the membrane of whatever they're trying to sterilize, and it's locked in there, right? Okay. So tell me why they couldn't do that with this virus. <laughs> Well, that's assuming that it is a virus to start with. Things that they're using, the swabs to stick Mm -hmm. up your nose, et cetera, et cetera, they all could be poisoned. Oh, yeah. Well, they had, uh, when this first started, the people were uh, sending unused test swabs in and getting positive results back. Um, It would be entirely possible to just swab an unused mask and see what comes back. But again, with all the false positives, you don't know whether it's real or not. And that's, you know, the whole thing is a big crapshoot. That's why I just say I stay away from all of it. I don't get tested. Uh, I don't wear any of the mask. I don't wear any of that garbage. I just do what God intended me to do, which is breathe fresh air or as fresh as I can find and go from there. And so far, it's worked for me. Well, certainly no argument for me in that yeah. regard. But the other thing that occurs to me is they, they appear to be we got more than one manufacturer, right? And we've got batches. Mm-hmm. And who knows how many different scenarios they're running on the public to see oh, yeah. what kind of results they get by following batches and results. Right. You know, one batch could be uh, tainted with one thing. One batch could be tainted with something else, and they just see who gets what. Um, right. It's Or they can trick the numbers and give us those statistics that they want to give us and just eliminate the other ones, right? Definitely, yeah. There's any number of different things, and there's no uh, reason to think it's not being done. I mean, years and years ago, back 20, 30-some years ago, uh, Canada did a um, thing in conjunction with the United States. They produced a bunch of mosquitoes that were had brucellosis uh, bacteria in them, and they were released over the state of Florida. And then they tracked to see how many people would come down with brucellosis, which, depending on the the genetic makeup of the person who was uh, stuck with the mosquito, you know, they could develop any number of different health issues from cancers to multiple sclerosis, uh, all kinds of different things. And they would just uh, track those things and see who got what where. You know, they used to release junk in uh, tunnels when people drove through them. There's been so many things in this country where the government has experimented on us without our knowledge. And, um, you know, they're violating the uh, Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code uh, on a daily basis, and we don't even know it. And there's no telling that, you know, what's going on with this thing, too, the same kind of crap that's going on now. Um, it's just, <laughs> if you live in this country, <laughs> you can expect to be a guinea pig, period. Yeah. Unfortunately, way too true, and it's been going on for so long. I mean, I wish oh, yeah. there was a bacteria that could clean up uh, corruption. Mm. <laughs> it could be let loose. <laughs> oh, that's what we need. You know, just to put a big dome over Washington, D.C. for starters and pump it full of chlorine dioxide and, you know, kill all the, all the vermin. <laughs> uh, that would be nice. But, again, that's a dream. But, yeah, the... Uh, this uh, um, Health Impact News and their COVID Information Center has got some pretty good stuff in it. Um, you know, physician and medical journal editor, healthy people should not wear face masks. You know, I feel so sorry. Every time I go to the grocery store and I see these parents dragging kids around and they got face masks on the kids, I feel like slapping them. I said, it's one thing if you want to destroy your own life, but, you know, you, just because they're your child doesn't mean you have the authority and ability to, you know, destroy theirs as well. And that's where, uh, you know, we should really be using the um, uh, child abuse laws. But of course, they're idiots. They've been brainwashed and brain fed and spoon, you know, brain dead, spoon fed by the media that they think they're doing the right thing. They're saving their children when actually, no, you're not making them sicker. 
And of course, I think uh, children have a natural common sense, Jim. And uh, the comments I usually hear when I'm out there is if there's a child with a mask on and they're not going crazy. Oh, how nicely behaved that child is (laughs) because it's the exception to the rule, right? They're programmed. Wearing the damn thing. (laughs) They got that from school, you know. Here we go. Very healthy 56-year-old Miami obstetrician dies after being injected with the experimental Pfizer COVID vaccine. I've posted this several times on my Facebook page. Every time I see an article, I put it up there anyway, trying to hope that more and more people will at least see one of them. But this poor guy, Gregory Michael, MD, very healthy, allegedly. He probably wasn't taking the 90 nutrients. A uh, healthy 56-year-old obstetrician that had been in his office in Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach has died after being injected with the Pfizer COVID experimental vaccine, according to a post by his wife on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, this is the same post that I put up. But he got the shot, and within a few days started having three. Let's see here. Got his uh, first shot on December 18th. Three days later, he saw a strong set of um, petechiae on his face, which are broken blood vessels. And hands uh, made him seek attention at the emergency room at MSMC. Uh, CBC, which is a uh, blood chemistry, done uh, showed his platelet count to be zero. Normal plate, platelet counts between 150,000 and 450,000 per microliter of blood. So this dude was like uh, <laughs> having no luck. And they tried to do all kinds of things. He was scheduled for surgery but never made it. And he ended up dying. Um, he was pro vaccine advocate, <laughs> which is why he got it himself. And just like that, uh, nurse, um, Tiffany, um, oh, I can never, Hoover is it, Hoover is it, I think, or something like that. Um, I can't remember. Um, she gets the thing and then, you know, 17 minutes later passes out. And that was the last time anybody's seen her alive. Now they're saying she's alive and they're putting other people up there that kind of look like her wearing her clothes, but, uh, nobody's seen this woman and her family says she's dead uh friends say she's dead so who knows yeah i uh, i uh, met a lady in the store um probably about six months ago and i didn't have my mask on so she was i guess curious about me and she started talking to me and um then she pulled her mask down and she said the only reason i'm i'm wearing it is so people don't give me crap right <laughs> and she she, she basically told go me along that to get she along. works for the anti-vaccination group here in California, and uh, she said she had to make all the SID calls for um, the for her northern part of I guess of California, and mm-hmm. she says I don't have to make them anymore now that the children aren't getting the vaccination. She said all the the SIDS death had dropped off the charts. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of... uh, She she sent me a post um, a few days ago, and there's this nursing home where they've used the experimental um, vaccination, Mm -hmm. and it's killed 24 and injured, I don't know how many. uh, 137. I've got it right here in front of me. I was just going to cover that next. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah, nursing home uh, had zero coronavirus deaths. Then it vaccinates residents for coronavirus, and the deaths begin. And this is the Commons on St. Anthony Nursing Home in Auburn, New York. And there's been others besides. Um, And by the way, uh, Robert saved my butt again, Tiffany Dover. I can never remember her last name for some reason. (laughs) But Tiffany Dover is that nurse that uh, in Tennessee that died or allegedly has died from getting the vaccine. But anyway, things seem to be working backwards at the Commons on St. Anthony Nursing Home in Auburn, New York. Vaccinating people is supposed to reduce or end coronavirus deaths, right? But at the Commons, such deaths are reported to have occurred only after residents began receiving coronavirus vaccinations. James T. Mulder wrote Saturday at Syracuse.com that until December 29th, there had been no coronavirus deaths at the Commons. None. December 29th, when deaths of residents with coronavirus began occurring at the Commons, is also, Mulder's article discloses, seven days after the nursing home began giving coronavirus vaccinations to residents, with 80% of the residents so far having been vaccinated. I bet the other 20 are saying, I don't think so. (laughs) 
Over a period of less than two weeks since December 29th, Mulder relates that 24 coronavirus-infected residents at the uh, 300-bed nursing home uh, have died. Uh, is this timing just strange coincidence? I don't think so. So that's basically what's going on there. Um, and again, who knows whether those people are being given the option. They should be. But knowing these people in the nursing homes, they probably just run through and just walk in and say, time for your shot. Bloop. What is it? Oh, don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's good for you. <laughs> you know? Well, I think you could count on that. You know, yeah. that's the, they're, they're perfect guinea pigs for these a-holes. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, they're the people that should not be, you know, should never be vaccinated. And, of course, these idiot politicians, oh, they're the ones, and, they're, and they're, they're wringing their hands, and they're acting like they're so concerned. These people should be the ones to get it because they're the most at risk. <laughs> they're the most at risk of dying from all you people. You know, that's what's so insane is these poor people, they're just, you know, they're, they're like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. You know, they don't have anything to say. They can't get away. I uh, saw a thing there's a, in uh, Florida, uh, there are people who are suing their assisted living place. If I can find it here real quick, um, yeah, where'd it go? Basically, they were um, the people have key fobs to get into their rooms and get out of their rooms. Apparently, it goes both ways. And as a result of being, if they test positive, the facility basically disables their key fob once in their room, so they can't get out. And people are uh, suing them over it. And, uh, man, I can't find it here, figures. But, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. There was another one several months ago where that kind of thing happened, where they basically locked the whole building down and wouldn't let anybody out. It was out in California somewhere. But uh, I think this one was in Florida. But uh, there's a lot of insanity going on. You know, and the the sad thing, I you can definitely say we're in the the biblical end times. We're in the end times of the end times, I think, because it's definitely a situation where you know everything they're doing, right is wrong, wrong is right. Common sense is stupidity, and vice versa. You know, people that are sitting there, folks like us that do the research and and know what's going on, we're the crazy people. We're, you know, evil. We need to be stopped and dealt with, and all this stuff. And the people that are out there running crazy, just you know. Controlling you doing all this stuff, making people sick and killing them. Oh, they're they're the you know social justice warriors. They're the good people. They're virtue signaling. <laughs> Give me a break. You know, it's just one more reason I want to get my sailboat and hit the high seas. <laughs> I'm out there and there's nobody else there but me and the fish. But uh, one of these days. But it's yeah, it's getting crazy. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm praying God gives us one more reprieve and um to straighten ourselves out as a country and yeah trump prevails through this crap and uh otherwise yeah i think it's over completely yeah. i'm uh you know it's funny i've been hearing a lot of people saying oh i haven't been sleeping at all because i'm so worried about all this stuff and it's funny i've been sleeping like a baby because <laughs> i honestly believe i said god's in control i believe he put trump in place and he ain't done with him. And regardless of what these people try and do to him, he's got a hedge of protection around him, and they ain't going to be able to do anything until, until God's done with him. And I think he'll be here for at least another four years. Uh, who knows? Maybe longer. But uh, uh, my thing is I'm just curious to see how it all is going to play bit, out. You know, wouldn't that be wonderful? What's that? Be great. Yeah. Well, it would be great if we could just straighten this country out again. Oh, yeah. Change, it know? sure would. You know, some of the things I've been hearing, uh, you know, if he gets us back to the true constitution, he would be like the 16th president instead of 45. And um, that would be really cool because we go back to prior to 1781 and um, getting, uh, you know, real presidents instead of, or not 1781, 1871, excuse me. But uh, we'll have to talk about that on another day because we're out of time. (laughs) Samuel, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. And everybody else out there, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you again tomorrow. Take care and God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye.